Hello, hello, and welcome back to Discontinued Now What? We are very excited. Well, I'm very excited, so I'm actually doing a solo episode. Um, I haven't done a solo episode in a really, really long time, and I figured, you know what? Let's end the year with a bang and see what kind of comes up. You know, I don't have a lot of things planned when it comes to recording. Uh, Sometimes I just kind of spitball and see kind of what happens, but... This year, this time, this episode, I wanted to kind of just talk about, you know, end of the year, which we always talk about, um, of course, in December when it's really the end of the year. But also, you know, what are we thinking about in terms of moving forward? So what I mean by this is like, okay, so we have, you know, all these things that we've done in this past year in 2023, right? highs, lows, ups, downs, lateral moves, you know, all this stuff. You know, I I love kind of looking back at it. And I've never really done this before, except for uh, maybe about a year ago, about a year or two years ago, I started doing this kind of revisiting everything and see like, okay, how could I have done this better? How did you know, how did I lead up to getting this, you know, piece successful or whatever the case may be. And I've noticed myself kind of in a lull and not in terms of like business, but yes, relationship, no, but really about like business stuff. And it's so interesting because I know we had had talked about this with Jamie in terms of like the things that happen or continue to happen to us are lessons that we have to learn. And if we don't learn the lessons, they continue happening. Yeah. So for me, it's, it's, I think it's, it's the, the fact of trying to figure out really what my purpose is. And I know that's a huge word and I know everyone always, you know, finds out, you know, oh, my purpose is to do this, or I'm trying to find my person. I'm trying to find the meaning of life kind of thing. Right. And maybe this is my, how do you say, midlife crisis. It could be. Who knows? I I don't know. I mean, can you have a midlife crisis at 41? Probably. Um, I'm pretty sure I've lived uh, a few lifetimes. I I know that for a fact. For not only uh, the the experiences, (laughs) we'll say that, that have happened to me in this lifetime, uh, but, you know, the shit that I think about that I know is, is kind of being carried on with me in, in this life. So that's without that, you know, without being kind of, you know, weird or crazy, but it is, it's weird. It's crazy. And it's funny because I never, I never knew what kind of this thing was until I actually started going into like meditation and to Reiki And learning that this is a thing, like these are possibilities that I could be carrying on. And I am carrying on certain aspects of my mother's side, my father's side, and jobs, if you will, that have not been finished by them are going to be finished with me or my next generation or my nieces and nephews if, you know, because I don't have kids. So kind of this is this is it for me. (laughs) But, you know. And it's interesting that I that I say this because we had a, a really, really nice time at a friend's place in Asheville. And I met this young lady. She was just fantastic. Her energy was amazing. Just so, so vibrant and so loving. And, 
you know, we were just chatting and, and there was a lot of, you know, really, really amazing people, artists, um, healers in this group, which was really, really cool. I kind of like, these are all friends of friends kind of thing. But then actually was like looking around the room and I was like, oh my gosh, this person does this, this person does that kind of like, and not job wise, but just like their energy and like having conversations with these people and stuff. Right. And she was telling me, she's like, you know, we're having this conversation. I can't remember about what. And she's like, you're the bridge. And I said, what do you mean? She's like, you're the bridge from your family's generation and their their things. I can't remember what she was saying. She's, but I just remember her saying you were the bridge. And I said, you know, and it's it's kind of interesting that you say that because I feel that way sometimes. I feel like I am the one who's breaking that generational kind of like discrepancy or what, what do you even call it? That, that generational, um, I don't even know what it's called, but that, 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 that thing that, you know, that your family is kind of trying to get out of like that, that box, if you will. Right. And you know, and I was telling her, I was like, you know, I, 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 sometimes I feel that there's just so much writing on me. And the best thing that she said to me that I, I, I think because I do put so much pressure on myself because I do try to do, I think I have, I try to do more than I really need to do. <laughs> this is a thousand percent. That's just my nature. And you know, and it, it's, and it's not about recognition. It's not about compensation or anything like that. But it's just, I just do it. I'm a doer. I'm a bee, 100%. I am the busy bee. I like to be busy. I like to do things, do things right. And the thing that she said to me that really just stood out, and I really wanted to talk about this, she's like, you just being you is enough. And I got a little emotional, and I'm probably getting a little emotional now because that was the one thing that still had been such a, a heavy, a heavy spot, a heavy source spot for me. Um, when, when everything happened with Dirk, when he passed away and I was just like, you know what, why wasn't I enough? And that was, that was the thing that I had thought about for such a long time. And I was like, I go, why, why wasn't I enough for them to not pass away, not to die. You know what I mean? Not to take his life kind of thing. Right. And at first for me, it was, it was something that I did not understand that it had nothing to do with me at first. Later, of course I did not even of course, but later I did realize and, and after meditation and after, you know, talking about these things, I realized that it would have happened inevitably. It had nothing to do with me. It's something that someone else had to do for themselves. Good, bad, and indifferent. That was something that they had to do for themselves. But to carry that weight and to to have those feelings, it is something that is really indescribable until it happens to you. And it's something that I would never wish upon my worst enemy. Like that is like the hardest thing to, to that hardest pill to swallow seriously. Right. And you know, and it's, and it's funny because going back to things happen to us 
to learn these particular lessons, like for me, I was like, okay, what is the lesson with this? You know what I mean? Like, what is, what is the lesson with this? I'm still finding that out and I'm probably never going to know what that kind of end game is. And that's okay. You know what I mean? Sometimes, sometimes certain things we're not supposed to know the answer to just yet. You know, maybe, maybe I will when I'm 80, who knows? Maybe I'll know uh, next year. I, I don't know. You know what I mean? But I think for me, and I think for a lot of us in terms of, of wanting to know the reason why things happen, why did this, why is that? Why am I this? Why am I not getting this? Whatever the case may be, we always have to have a reason. And, you know, I, I always believe that there was, you know, these, these things happened for, for, you know, things beyond my knowledge. Yeah. And I know that this, this is, this is kind of like, how do you say, you know, and I hate saying that, you know, things happen for a reason, but you know, there are lessons that need to be learned. And I believe that the reason why for me in my life, why I was able to withstand for lack of a better term, you know, Kai's overdose, uh, Dirk's suicide, you know, my company going under, um, it was because I could, because I had a support system because I have a support system. Um, you know, and because of myself, you know, and I'm, I'm not one to, to brag about myself at all. And it sounds very interesting because, you know, I'm I'm doing this podcast and I'm doing this episode alone, but you know, sometimes we have to, we have to kind of cheer for ourselves and not kind of have to fuck it. We have to cheer for ourselves because at the end of the day, no one else is fucking cheering for us. Okay. And no one else is going to know exactly what you feel. Not everyone's a psychic. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like if, if something is bothering you, like, you know, figure out, okay, why, why is this, you know, irking me so bad? Why is this, you know, rubbing me the wrong way? And what can I do about it? For me, I have noticed, um, especially like end of the month kind of thing, because I look back and see, okay, what didn't I do? What, what did I do? What could, what was able to be accomplished? What was not accomplished? And I know it's not a kind of like race or anything like that, but I'm just like, we're all, we're all our own worst critic. That is a thousand percent. We're all our own worst critic. And sometimes I do notice myself kind of beating, beating myself up about stuff that is really out of my control. You know, I have a type A personality. I am, I like to be in control um, about a lot of things, a lot of situations. That's how I was with my relationships. That's how I was at work. And for the first time, that is not a thing right now. <laughs> you know, I, I, it's not that I feel like I'm out of control, 
but I feel for myself like I want to do so many things and like I've never been in a position that I'm like okay I can I can actually see where this can take me I can actually see if I try this out where can this go I can try this out where can this go which is a great thing and it's a great opportunity but also at the same time for me it's 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 a little overwhelming of about the options that are possible out there. Do you know what I mean? And, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, I, I'm continuing the podcast a thousand percent. And I'm working on a couple other things that I want to try to do. You know, digital courses I've, I've been looking at. Um, you know, I'm working with some affiliate marketing stuff. And, you know, of course, real estate, I still have some real estate deals and stuff like that. But for me, it's working on something that I'm passionate about, that excites me, and that, you know, at the end of the day is going to create wealth for me. And I think that's the most important thing of like, how kind of like, to, how do you say, to analyze and review, okay, so does this make me happy? Is this something that I can do forever? Like not even thinking about it? Am I passionate about this? Is it going to be financially abundant for me? And if the answer is yes, like go for it. You know, of course, sometimes we have to have side hustles, you know, to, to help build us up in other areas, you know, and that's okay. Like, you know, just because you want to be a, let's say, you know, a, a, a yoga teacher and have your own yoga studio, it doesn't mean that you can't work at, you know, a store or your corporate job or whatever the case may be until you get to a point where you're financially able to make that move and be okay with that move, you know? And sometimes you never know. You may be like, okay, I want to have a yoga studio. I want to do this. I want to do that. And, you know, you moonlight with somebody who has one. You're like, okay, maybe I don't want my own studio. I'll just rent space. You know, I don't want to have employees. You know, I had a company with my late husband for 11 years, almost 10. Well, actually, it was 10 years and almost 11 years, actually. Yeah, was it 11 years? I can't remember. I think it was 10. Yeah, it was 10 years because we were together 11. Um, it was amazing. It was fantastic. But when it came down to it and I had to do everything because we had to let everybody go because we had no no means to pay them like I hated it you know I I hated you know not being able to pay people because you know no money was coming in people were 60 90 120 days 145 days late in paying their bills you know and when you know when he passed away I was just like I don't want to do this. I don't have the support system. And I think that's really important to to kind of think about as well is when and if you decide, okay, I'm going to be whatever, let's say a, a, a yoga instructor, right? And if you don't know about business, like learn the basics of your business and what's going to make sense for you. And when you can, hire people that are smarter than you. And I don't mean that in a bad way, and I don't mean that in a negative way, but you have to have people, and this is not a negotiation, it's not like, you gotta do this, you gotta do that. No, this is an absolute motherfucking must. 
You have to have people in your circle, in your business that are smarter than you. And why is this? Not for them to take advantage. Don't think negative. You have to have people that know the ins and outs of if it's your taxes, if it's your finances, if it's, um, you know, if you you have a, a business that sells other people's products to have vendor communications, vendor negotiations, um, people that actually help you with shipping, you know, people that know how to negotiate things about, hey, listen, UPS, I make, you know, I, I, I did X amount of dollars with you guys last year's. I'm projected to make another X, you know, whatever. I need X, uh, I need a, a deal on shipping. I need next day at ground or I need free ne- free ground shipping or whatever the case may be. The, the worst they're going to tell you is no. That is the worst thing that's going to happen. And you still pay the same rates that you did last year and it's still a good deal. Great. But if not, then shop around. But you have to have people that can do that for you because you, the business owner, have to focus on what you do best. If it's teaching the classes or if it's teaching others how to be better um, in, in, in different positions or whatever the case may be. Remember, we're still in the yoga studio, people, okay? If that's the case, awesome. Then fucking do that. Do what you do best. Because what's going to happen if you start focusing on other things? And at first, yeah, you're going to have to do it. But if you're able to negotiate or barter or something with somebody that can help you once, twice a week with negotiating deals on on product, on shipping, on whatever the case may be, whatever it is, then do that. You know, if you're you're starting out and you don't want to do a studio and you want to rent space, then do online. People love online. Like I love online studios. Like I I go to a few of them. I have memberships to to a couple of them, or not memberships, but I pay to to do different classes because so not everybody does the same stuff. Everyone has a different technique, a different way of doing things. And again, that's what I say. Do what you do best. If that's your thing, if Bikram is your thing, if this is your thing, then focus on that and be the best at that. Like I remember my, my niece is saying, you know, I wanted to be a, I want to be a plastic surgeon. And she's like, you know, I was told that everyone's a plastic surgeon. I said, I go, yeah. And I go, my thing is this. I said, you focus on a body part that you think you want to work on and you can work on forever. She's like, what do you mean? I was like, if you want to be the best boob girl or the best nose reconstruction after accidents or whatever, the best butt lift lady, whatever the case may be, focus on that and kind of, and and see which area of expertise you want to kind of focus on and be the best surgeon on that. So people around the world will come and see you for that particular body part. And she's like, I never thought about that. I said, I go, yeah, it's, it's. You know, not everybody thinks about that because we're, we're so focused on, you know, I want to do X, I want to do this, I want to do this. And we don't think that there are so many different options within that umbrella. So, yeah. A lot of information, a lot of stuff, but, you know, that's <clears throat> kind of what I'm focusing on myself. I'm working on kind of divvying up and learning about some different things and seeing what makes me happy. You know, I'm very fortunate that I do have some, 
some, you know, uh, things in the pipeline, which is really cool and very exciting. Uh, you know, but I also want to be able to have something with stability. Stability is a big, huge thing for me. Um, you know, and I, I remember I was very, how do you say, dependent on, on Dirk and I did a lot of things for him and I did a lot of things for the company and I was of course rewarded for it a hundred percent, but it was at a cost of that wasn't what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. You know, if he was around forever and, and he retired, like I would have, but at the end of the day, it's like, it's not really what I wanted to do. And I realized that after trying to go back to a couple different companies and stuff like that in the orthopedic and prosthetic field. And, you know, I wasn't an owner, so I wasn't really heard about different things about helping the company do better. And that's okay. You know, I mean, I'm an auditor at nature. I've, I've done that for many years. I've used to audit our own company um, you know, before I, before I became uh, president and all that stuff. So it was, it was heard on ears, like in, in then moving into different companies, it wasn't, but that's okay. Um, I think for myself, it was a learning experience and it's a thing that, you know, I will always take with me and I will always appreciate and stuff like that but you know I think it's now time for me to you know audit myself you know audit what I want to do of what I want to um, focus on where you know where where do we want to be next year what do we want to accomplish next year so you know it doesn't have to start January 1st you know let's let's just kind of like make a note make a mental note put it on paper you know, I've said this before, paper and, and jotting ideas down is such a such a great thing because, you know, we can we can manifest things that we don't even think that we really want. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I found a couple of things, some old notebooks and stuff like that. And uh, some things that I wrote down actually happened. So that was pretty, pretty interesting. But there is no things like such coincidences. But, you know, that's just me. So guys, thank you so much. And I know it's a short one, but I just kind of wanted to put that out there for you guys. And I wanted to say happy new year. Happy new year. We love you. We appreciate you guys so much for listening over these last year. And we hope that you continue to download and share and chat with us. So yeah, thank you so much, guys. Love you. Chat soon.